Howdy, folks. This is the uh, Jayo Nation podcast. Matthew Gallant speaking. I am currently traveling at 195 kilometers an hour north on my way back to Ningbo. Outside my window, as soon as we uh, breach this tunnel that is actually pretty long, uh, I'll see landscapes of green, lush hillsides and small villages. Probably very similar to the ones I rode down because we're following a very similar path that the train takes back. Ryan is in car number six. I'm in car number seven. I think he's getting some shut-eye as we head to Ningbo. The the question on your mind. (laughs) Why? Well, in order to answer that, let me uh, let me backtrack. Uh, we uh, just came from a city called Ningda, and uh, it was on the end of a couple of really big rides for uh, for me and Ryan. the The last ride that we did a couple of days ago actually was the longest that we had done. It was uh, 80, uh, 80 some kilometers. Um, and it was a long day. It was like an eight or nine hour ride. Uh, you can see the uh, ride data on the Jayo uh, blog page that I post this uh, podcast on if you're interested for the details to see the ride because it was a, quite an amazing ride. Um, it was rainy. It was cold. Then it was sunny and beautiful. Then it was rainy again and cold. And at the end, it was extremely wet. Uh, we had some really beautiful downhills where we were uh, skating almost at certain certain times because of the mud and water combined to make a slippery surface. Uh, I think Ryan has uh, achieved a control of his strike that took some time, and now he's he's mastered uh, certain aspects of control and confidence, and uh, he was really enjoying these downhills, and I was as well. But they were up and down and up and down and up and down. Um, Shortly after restarting, after the last podcast that we made, um, Ryan took the trailer off off of my hands. We got him set up with a new tire, a new rim, and a new tube. And, uh, he was ready to go. He had solved the problem with his tire. It took a couple of dollars, uh, but uh, I was confident that he could take the trailer. And uh, for me, that was important. So he uh, took over the trailer and uh, was riding through the mountains and and, and doing pretty well. But then his his gearing, oh, we just popped out of the tunnel. We had been in, in blackness until just now. I'm looking out into rolling hillsides. There's uh, crags of rock uh, jutting up with trees and, and greenery uh, dominating the landscape. And uh, lots of farms doing all sorts of different things, uh, from rice to vegetables to uh, all sorts of different uh, varieties of stuff. And then uh, passing by right adjacent to the farms is a landfill. Adjacent to the landfill is a factory. Uh, it's funny. Shapu Station. Anyways, Ryan was uh, taking the trailer and 
doing pretty good of it. He was uh, seemed uh, like he was putting some good kilometers behind his back, but then mechanical issues started to to to, to come into play, and his his gearing was grinding. It goes back to the the fact that you know I built my trike, the Scorpion 20FS, with high end you know the roll off hub the the front schlumpf drive and then i upgraded the schlumpf drive to accommodate the heavier weight and everything in my system is designed to work in unison to work seamless and uh it's unfortunate that he wasn't able to purchase a similar quality ride and so his trike was not able to uh, carry the trailer like uh, mine was. So we were able, we had to disconnect it, put it on my trike. And then uh, I'm here now, you know, pulling the weight again and riding with the weight and Ryan is riding uh, free. Uh, But not because he, you know, he wanted to give it to me because he kind of had to. His trike was just not capable, and it was kind of uh, detrimental to the quality of the trike, and uh, I didn't want to have some sort of mechanical issue break his trike, and then what are we going to do? We're totally screwed. So I took the weight back, and another another thing you might be able to say is, why didn't you, uh, why didn't you elongate his boom so I could ride his trike and reduce my boom so that uh, he could ride mine? We tried that, actually, at the last hotel, but... Uh, Unfortunately, his uh, his we don't have the extra chain and the chain tool to elongate his chain for uh, to accommodate my length. And when we reduced the length of the front boom on the Scorpion, it bound up the chain protector, which actually was ended up because the boom was so short for 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 Ryan's legs. It actually bound up into the chain in the Schlump drive. So couldn't win, couldn't win there. So I just figured, whatever, we'll just continue the way it is. So Ryan uh, had to disconnect the trailer in order to save his trike. And uh, I, in turn, had to take it again. And we continued through the mountains. I didn't feel so bad. Um, I was going very low gears, taking my time. Um, But I did notice that Ryan was having some, some... slow times his his times were slowing quite a bit and i asked him i says what's going on and he was saying that he was having some leg clicking pain and uh, that was an interesting revelation from him and it got me sort of worried golly i would hate to uh, put my best friend give him a chance to to ride on this tour and then he ends up injuring himself it was uh, a little bit of a situation i was trying to deal with personally i I didn't want to hurt my best friend uh, and put him through problematic situations because he was carrying my weight with a trike that maybe wasn't suited for it. Maybe it was putting added stress on his knees. Either way, uh, a couple of times I saw him, he would blast ahead of me and then he would stop. I'd say, you you okay? He's like, yeah, my knees, you know. I got a little clip of it. Actually, I'll put it in the blog podcast post. You can see that moment in time. Anyways, we rode for a couple of days, uh, rode into a city called Ningda, and um, went to bed. It was a late ride. Uh, we got to a decent hotel, and then we uh, bedded down, and I laid down and uh, was out like a light, pretty much. The next morning, we woke up, 
and uh, went out for a morning coffee. And we sat at a coffee shop and we were talking and uh, I was kind of keeping my legs straight. I bent it 90 degrees to the sitting position and I drank my coffee and I, I sat in that 90 degree position for about, I don't know, five or 10 minutes. And then I extended my leg. Just, you know, just as we normally do, articulate our legs and joints and whatnot. And when I, when I extended my leg, the sound that came out of my knee and the feeling that went through and reverberated throughout my body can only be described. And I, and I thought of it this way. It was a lot like a, a compact package of dry rice like you have a compact package of dry rice and you just kind of like squeeze it in your hands and you can feel all the dry um, chunks of rice rubbing up against each other. It's very, it's not like a single click. It's like a crinkle, like a crinkle. <laughs> and I extended my knee and I felt this, this crinkle. And I went to, I looked up at Ryan. I says, Ryan, give me your hand. He's like, what? I says, give me your hand. I want you to feel this. And so I put his hand on my knee and I just bent it and it did it again. And I, it was, it was, you could literally feel it through my kneecap, you know? And he looked up at me and he says, well, what does that mean? I says, well, I don't know, man. I says, I got to. I gotta, I gotta get this checked out. This is not even, this isn't, this isn't what I felt before. This is on another level, and it might be something different or more, more, uh, more elevated in in a, in a bad way. And he looks at me. He's like, okay, well, you know, whatever you want to do, whatever you want to do. He's trying to be supportive, and I. Uh, you know, when you work so hard for something, um, I don't know how anybody else could understand unless they have worked on a mission in life for the last three years, uh, spent a lot of money. It's, it's, I, I literally was taking a, the, the Jaya World Tour is me as a man doing something that is new. I mean, new on a scale of like not many people in the world, no people in the world could, could have, could sympathize with the exact same process of what the Jaya World Tour is becoming. A guy riding around the world on a recumbent trike with a lot of gear that's taking videos and doing documentaries and doing the podcast and doing the website and informing people about the world. I mean, it, I was, I have, I have been on this train, which is a good euphemism seeing as though I'm on a train right now. I've been on this train traveling on a mission to do this tour for the, for the longest time. And I feel like at every turn I'm fraught with, I'm fraught with uh, setbacks and problems and things I'm, I'm having to uh, make, you know, uh, make decisions about and sacrifice for. And, uh, I'm not crying. I'm just sniffling, uh, caught a little cold, but, uh, you know, so, so the Jaya world tour has been my life. 
even before I started it, even while I wasn't on the road, on the trike, it has been my driving force to do this trip. And when I felt that crinkle on my knee, just after I'd left Taiwan early because I thought it was good with my best friend who, who I know is doing this with me and, and he's, he's going to be hurt by the fact that I can't, you know, I, I have this problem and uh, it's just so much planning involved that when I heard that sound in my knee, it was, it was really depressing. It was a, it was a reality check again saying, um, you need to triumph over another thing. You're dealt another blow. What are you going to do with this? What, what, what are you going, what is this, you know, and what is this going to impact your trip? And so, uh, I left uh, Ryan and walked out to the front of the restaurant, which was outside the coffee shop. And I just sat down and I put my head in my hands and my eyes welled up with tears and all the emotion, all of the, just, just all of the scenarios. I'm the kind of guy that thinks in scenarios. I try and put shoes on other people's feet and I try and examine all the different potential options I have and at that point knowing and feeling my knee I was like there was there was only a few options and they all involved pausing the tour again in order to allow my body to recoup <laughs> pausing the tour again it's such a such an insane thing to consider <sighs> so I uh uh, it's hard for me to figure to, to, to conceptualize. So then I, I walked into the lobby. I, I composed myself and walked into the lobby of the hotel we were staying at and uh, walked up to the lobby desk and I said, Yisheng, Yuan, Yuan, Yuan means hospital. And I said, I, I wanted to know where the best hospital was. I showed him, I looked up on my phone. I, I, there was a few hospitals in Ningda and I said, which one is the best? And the ladies started to uh, make some calls to the hospital. I told her that I had a problem with my knee. They started making some calls, and I'm a I'm a big dude, bald, beard, but I'm extremely emotional. And when the reality of me actually making the call to the hospital was kind of coming into play, like I was like, "Oh shit, here we go again." I started to break down again, and I just not bawling just like uncontrollably crying you know face welled up my face is scrunched up like a raisin and I, as I'm trying to force the tears from coming out because I'm like oh wait this is just not a good thing so they found the they found the hospital and they're trying to console me you know it was it was very interesting because the people in Ningda are very short you know so all of these short you know uh, receptionists and hosts at the at the hotel are you know putting their arms on my shoulder it's going to be okay you know go to the hospital and I'm trying to explain to them that this is a big deal you know this has been a mission for me and my friend to do this together and just having constant issues you know so uh we uh, I went back to the coffee shop. Said Ryan, we got to go to the hospital now. 
we uh, hopped in a taxi, rode to the hospital. And uh, Ryan recorded the whole thing. I'm going to make a little video of, uh, of the trip to the hospital. It was interesting. But we sat down and uh, with, the, with the doctor that the hotel had uh, connected me with, which was a pretty smart guy. And uh, he felt my knee, took me into an examining room. And uh, as he moved my knee around, it just was crunching and crinkling and grinding and... Ay, 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 it was horrible. He could feel it. Uh, and one of the other assistants, one of the other doctors there, put, was trying to help me and translate because nobody, nobody spoke English. And they wrote two characters in Chinese and translated it into two words. And the two words were the worst possible words. They were the words I don't want to hear. First word with orthoscopic and the second word was surgery <laughs> the, the worst the worst two two words I could have you know so uh, uh, I hadn't gotten an MRI that was just from a, a pre prelim examination but uh, the guy had already kind of said this is this isn't good you know so I told them that either way I want to get an MRI I want to get an MRI and I want to have the MRI paper taken back to Ningbo and examined and and I'm already you know I'd I'd already kind of Ryan was with me and we both looked at each other you know and uh, I brought Ryan over and I kind of was <sighs> saying that I'm gonna get an MRI the MRI was scheduled for later uh, yesterday basically later yesterday in the afternoon so we had to go home and I sat down with Ryan and I said what do you want to do buddy what do you want to do you know what, Ryan? I'm gonna see if uh, if Ryan can come and join the join the podcast right now because he would be an interesting guy to come in right now and uh, bring his two cents into this whole situation. Uh, let me walk back to the train car and see if uh, see if he wants to talk. Hey, hey, this is Ryan. <laughs> how was the uh, How was the train car back there? It was good. I had a couple a uh, couple of sleepers next to me. <laughs> That's good. Do they smell? Um, I, I'm pretty sure I'm the smelliest person on this train. <laughs> we have not done laundry in how long how has it days? been? It's been quite been a while. Like a week, I haven't washed my clothes. <laughs> and here, here this whole time, I thought you smelled really bad. And then when I threw out the hypothetical, who smells worse? You were like, yeah, you, you, Ryan. you stink, you stink. And here, I, I believe you stink more. more but well, you know, I might, I might. We just... need to have a third party settle this. Yeah, yeah. Well. Uh, we're on a train to Annie who can tell us who the hell is smellier. But that's not fair. She likes the way you smell no matter what. You're <laughs> yeah. her super duper pooper. <laughs> yeah. That is my name. Do super they know that? No, they, no, they nobody, nobody knows super duper pooper. Started off with Matt. It, it went to Maddie. Yeah. On to super. Super. Super duper. Super duper. And then my favorite part, which is the super duper pooper. I don't know why. Why? I, I guess I have super duper poops. I, I don't know. I, I don't go that far with you. Yeah. We're, we're close, but not, not I, quite well, that close. Thank God. Thank God. That's, yeah. There's a certain limitation. Although I do have to say, actually, you do have super duper poops. Like, <laughs> you have blown up the bathroom in ways that no other people I have ever lived with have done. And guys, I'm not, I'm not throwing Matt under the bus. Like, I have prided myself on my super duper poops. <laughs> And Matt literally has outshone me. Hey it, man, it's I'm, been amazing. I'm proud of myself. I, I, you know, I know. I'm, I'm jealous of Matt in a couple of respects, and it's it's not 
the Scorpion FS. He has a much better trike than I do. It's not his height. You know, I wish I was a couple inches taller. The guy can drop logs every day. <laughs> And that's that, that goes a long ways, you know? I mean, when my system's backed up for a few days and I'm looking at you, running to the restroom, killing it, <laughs> and then when we crash out at night, you're out. You're snoring right oh, away. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm up tossing and turning and listening to him snore away. So those are a couple of things I am yeah. very envious. I can sleep uh, at a moment's notice. It's, it's unbelievable. Yeah. I'm very happy that I can do that. And it's not like the beds are that comfortable either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rock well, hard here in China. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I, I can, I can, I can knock myself out at all. This is very strange that we're talking about poop, and I wanted to talk about knees. <laughs> okay, okay, let's. I, I don't know how we got onto poop, but uh, shows you how my mind works. <laughs> so, um, I, what do you? Let's 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 mm. take a trip backwards from the hospital moment and talk about your perception of the rides, the last couple of rides that we've had, because mm. you have had a little bit of problems yourself. Mm. And I like what? When did you start feeling a little little bit of pain in your your knees? Well, I guess you know our knees have been on our minds a lot. Like I've been thinking about your knees, and I never, I, I had a little pain from the beginning, from the day one. You know, I've, uh, I've been a runner all my life, yeah. and uh, I've definitely had some wear and tear. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't until uh, I guess we did a really really big ascent, and I was pulling the trailer. Yeah. And I think. I don't know if it was a mental thing or if it was a physical thing, but I felt like my bike and possibly my knees were affected by that one day. By the trailer. By that one, by pulling no, by the trailer one up that one, hill. it was all day uphill up, to up, 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 it was It was a long day. And I remember pulling the trailer that next day and my bike sounded differently. It felt differently. And then I started to feel my knees feel differently. And uh, what so. was the, what was, what sound was the bike making? Was it like a grind? Or the uh, chain was bouncing back and forth from gear to gear? One, one, the chain was getting stuck for mm. the first time. It wasn't shifting smoothly between the first, second, and third gear in the front. And anytime it was in the second gear, it would make a strange sound. It's, I don't know how to compare it, really. Uh, yeah, it was, it was bizarre. But as soon as I... And then I asked you, I said... What was that schlump drive made for? You yeah, know? yeah, and, yeah. Because yeah. in the back of my head, I remembered you said something about the weight, you know? Yeah. And I thought, I asked you, I'm like, is this trike actually built to take this weight? And you said, I don't think so. And Probably so not. So yeah. I thought maybe that's what's killing this bike. So Yeah. Trike. I mean, I designed that trike, my trike, yeah. for that purpose, you know? And yeah. yours was not handmade for this tour, you know? It yeah. was, you know, well, it was a good deal. You know. A day after getting rid of the trailer or passing it back to you, actually the trike shifted better. Yeah. It responded a lot better. Um, but my knees, um, yeah, I, I started to really empathize with you because I was going up hills on one of our last rides and, man, I felt a lot of pain. First my right knee, then my left knee, <laughs> and then even just turning it a little bit was like a sharp pain, pain that I've never felt before. So, How long were you clipped in and how long have you been clipped out? Like, I think that day I spent most of the time clipped out. Okay. Whereas before it was mostly clipped in. Do you think that has a has a You know a, what? I spent What do you think the reason for your pain might be? Like why do you would you would you have the same pain if you were riding a bicycle, do you think? Uh this is I've I've heard that recumbents are, are they target your knee more. I I, I don't know. Yeah. I'm not an expert. Yeah. One thing I don't understand though is why is it that older guys seem to be drawn towards recumbents if recumbents tend to target knees and old guys have problems with knees? Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. 
And I mean, I, 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 I don't even know. I guess we neither of us could say because we've never did a loaded bicycle tour. Yeah, we can't really say either way. But uh, you know, my right knee, the 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 good one, mm. hurts. You know, it doesn't hurt right now. But it hurt on the ride. Yeah. You know, but it was like the guys, everybody on the trike world, they've told me that, uh, you know, pain is par for the course. Like, you're going to, your knees are going to hurt. You're going well, you to have to build that, up muscles. That for was that my mentality. Type of ride. Yeah. Which is why I didn't even want to mention that I had knee pain to you yeah. most of the day. Because I thought, what am I going to do? I'm just going to make him think about his knee pain. And, and honestly, I think it's just part of. A yeah. part of doing it. Yeah. So what I would do that day is I would like stop for a few minutes, stretch, stretch my legs yeah. and get back on. And I felt a lot better. And like right now, I'm pretty sure I could trike 80, 100 kilometers. Yeah. No problem. You know, I feel yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. When uh, any anything else, we had some beautiful day rides other beautiful than the rain rides. at the end of the day, which was miserable. Yeah. I think uh, one of the interesting things is we had some more charitable Good Samaritans hand out oh, yeah. food <laughs> yeah, and, we did talk and about water. That. Yeah, I was I was in front of Ryan, and then I see this car pull up alongside Ryan, a white SUV, and uh, I'm looking in my rearview mirror, and I'm just kind of rolling my rolling my eyes like, oh, poor Ryan. He's having to deal with, with the passerbys who stop us constantly to take pictures or whatever. And then sh- I see this lady run out. She runs out of her car and, and, and accosts Ryan somehow. And, and that car had been following us for a while. It would pass us up. It would try to get me to stop and I would keep riding by. I just thought it was someone <laughs> annoying trying to take photos. And, and guys, I, that sound, might sound like we're being sensitive, but it happens, it happens all, all the day, all, all day, time. all day. Yeah. yeah. So finally, I, I just gave in. I'm like, listen, I'm just going to stop. If they want a photo, I'll give them a photo. And she didn't want a picture. She ran out and this dropped a bunch of food on my lap. Yeah. Well, when you say a bunch of food, I mean, there was about 10 a ba- apples. A bag of oranges, a bag of pears, a few apples. There was a uh, few banana, banana two cakes. Two large packages. Each package had 20 banana cakes in them. So it was like 40 banana cakes. And then the cherry on top. Which was about a 20-pound box of milk. Oh, my gosh. It was so heavy. Very, very heavy. I tried to refuse. I tried to say, uh, oh, no, booyah, shish, yeah. Or, oh, woyo, eager. I just yeah, want yeah. Just one. Just give me just, one. Just give me one. It's I tried okay. to tell her it was too heavy, but she just would not accept it. So, And she probably spent a good 20 bucks on all that stuff. Like, that's what yeah. I, I showed yeah. the picture of the box to Annie. She's like, that's a nice, nice box of milk, you know? It's oh, my God. So what do you do, guys, when someone gives you something so nice out of the bottom of their heart and you literally... You're killing your knees going yeah, up the hill. It's, it's, it was literally something we could not take. Yeah. So, 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 so she literally, without accepting like anything back, she jumps in her car and guns it. Like she literally wanted to give us stuff so bad that she did it and left. Like she, even if we would have put it on the side of the road, she, she would have never known. Put it on my lap and drove away as yeah. fast as possible with. Just ignoring my refusals yeah. or my with all generosity you know, in, in their mind. Yeah, it was you know, a beautiful was moment, totally, guys. Totally Honestly, good. I'm very very happy that good Samaritans <laughs> like her exist. After she rode past and and faded out, this lady walked down the street. We were me and Ryan were discussing what to do with this stuff. You know, I I drank one of the boxes of milk. Yeah, and didn't wasn't really to my liking. It was a bit sour. <laughs> and this lady walks down and I, and she's got an umbrella. It's kind of sprinkling. And I said. Uh, in, in my broken Chinese, I said, somebody came up, very nice people, gave us this, 
it's too heavy. We cannot carry. I want to give to you. And so now this is a Chinese woman who is wearing her pajamas. She's right, middle right, right, aged. Right. She's wearing pajamas. She's walking down a mountain road that probably doesn't see many foreigners in general, <laughs> let alone foreigners like Matt on a yeah, tricycle yeah, yeah. trying to give them milk. So yeah, yeah. I got to imagine that this is the first time this has ever happened to this woman in her life. So I uh, give her the milk. She immediately goes to her pocket and tries to pay me for the milk I'm trying to give to her. And I'm feeling very guilty at this point. I'm like, no, 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 no. Take the milk. By taking the milk, you are, you are, it's, it's a good thing. You know, it's a good thing. Don't, it's not like we're trying to make money from this, <laughs> this transaction. Such a funny thing to watch. Yeah. She's literally trying to give me money. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Finally, I'm, I, I, I say, Ryan, go. <laughs> Yeah. Because we're, we're going to do what the lady did I, to I, us just earlier. I felt bad. Like, I did something wrong, you know? Like, we dropped this heavy 20-pound box of milk on this poor old woman in well, pajamas and just bolted. Well, she, I think she's enjoy, enjoyed that milk and had an amazing story to tell her family when she went I back. she loved that milk. Yeah, she <laughs> passed it out. Ryan was saying, what about foreigners now? She's going to have this impression of foreigners that anytime she sees a foreigner's, She's going to expect milk now. Um, you know, guys, that, that may sound crazy, but when you meet a lot of the Chinese people along these small towns and small villages, you are literally probably the only foreigner that they have ever met yeah. or the only American that they've ever met. And it's very easy to make generalized opinions about a culture or a group of people by the intera small interactions yeah. that you have with those people. Like for you guys out there in America, and if you've met a handful of Chinese people, you know, you might make an, an opinion of them, you know, yeah. or, or whatever. So I guess the opinion of the people on that mountain is that, that foreigners ride trikes, foreigners give out free milk. Yeah, that we are very strange people. <laughs> and they don't take money for it. They just, they're like Santa Claus, but with milk. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad to be a diplomat of our of our people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We could be worse. We could be yeah. worse. So, uh, anything else happen on our rides there the last a, couple? Another good Samaritan. Police officer. Uh, police officer. And uh, he was really concerned about us. He yeah. wanted to make sure we had the right tires, the right raincoats. And he was kind of checking us out. Yeah. At first, I didn't, we didn't know he was of. a police officer, yeah. and he wanted to give me water and food, and I was like, no, no, no. And then, then he's he like, I'm me. a police officer. So you I was better like, take this stuff. So I was like, okay, I'll take it. I'll <laughs> I don't take see it, how sir. being a police officer made us accept those things more, but uh, I guess it legitimized his gift. Yeah. Yeah, that was a wild ride as well. I had a couple skid outs. It was cold. Yeah. It was rainy. The mud was mixing with the water, and uh, it was just not a... It, it, was, it was our most hairy kind of ride to, yeah. to, to date. I think if you look at like the kilometers or the miles that we've put into the road, you might say, oh, 80 kilometers, that's not so much, or 70 kilometers, that's not so bad. But if you looked at the road conditions yeah. and the rain and the cold and it's... And the weight we're carrying and, and the speed the we're going. And the we're carrying, guys, it, yeah. it's, uh, it's not easy. It's I'm not going to say it's Herculean, it's, but yeah, 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 it's definitely... It's fun. Yeah. Yeah. So that was a nice last ride. That was a nice last ride. No. Oh, yoy, yoy. Last ride. Yeah. We're on a train, man. We're going to Ningbo. So I looked at Matt and I said, you know, I check in with him about once a day, twice a day. How's your knee? Yeah. And it it just was crackling like. <laughs> well, in the coffee shop, they, I already told that story. Yeah. Uh, I said, I put my, I put your hand on my knee. What did you feel when I, when I flexed my knee? Well, I felt a knee and I felt a few cracks and pops and. <laughs> 
You know, Matt does not like being a, a crackler. A <laughs> crackler? He's a cracker. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we went to the hospital the next day or the next few hours after that coffee shop. And uh, I was in a sour mood and bummed out. And uh, if you guys want to see what it's like to be a foreigner going into a hospital that yeah, probably Ryan doesn't see many video. foreigners, um, we'll put a video up and you get yeah. an idea of what it's like. It's pretty interesting. Yeah. You were you actually went off on your own to register me because oh, that's right. In a hospital in China, you have to get a card first. And then with that card, you get an, uh, you register to meet a doctor and then the doctor will tell you what you need. And then you have to go back to the, the register area and register that MRI or x-ray or whatever. It's, it's a weird process to be in a Chinese hospital. Did you find it different than American hospitals or? Um, like yeah, the layout, yeah I, like I've the been process? to Japanese hospitals, Chinese hospitals, American hospitals. It's been a while since I've been to one in America, yeah. but yeah, there's all these different stations and kiosks that you got to go and check into. And it's funny, I was being led around by someone who literally works in the hospital. I think he's a doctor uh -huh. or a doctor's assistant and he didn't really know he what the hell was going where, on. He was ping-ponging around and this machine worked and this machine didn't work. And, you know, he was getting bad service from, from the receptionist as well. It was, it was an interesting experience. But the end of the story here. Well, the end of the story is that he, they checked your knees out. Yeah. And, and I'm not a doctor, but the doctor that we did talk to who looked at the MRI, he said, yeah, there's an issue, but he didn't. He said it's a small issue. He said that uh, you it didn't need surgery. need surgery. And he suggested three weeks rest. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was we, we got the MRI and then we went home. And to the hotel, and so there was a there was a night of question. There was a night of I got the test, but now I've got to wait for the results. So we were kind of all kind of thinking about what are we going to do? You know, that was an interesting moment because you looked at me and you're like, Ryan, I'm going to war <laughs> on this knee, and the trip's off. Like, or yeah. at least it's it's on hold. Yeah. And I said, Are you sure? Because yeah. I got to figure out what the hell I'm going to do. Right. You know, right, I had. Right. I had um, my girlfriend, she was flying into Taipei. She had already booked a ticket. Yeah. Because that's where Matt and I were going we were, uh, we were, to We were going to be there in, a, what, five days. And all of a sudden, you know, without Matt on this trip, I mean, obviously I can continue riding, yeah. but I'm not interested in solo riding right now. I'll do solo rides in the future. This trip is literally about being riding that first leg of your journey with yeah. you and sending you off, you yeah. know what I mean, in the best yeah. possible way, so... And about the videos and the podcast and just not the same without you. So so I asked my girlfriend, I said, do you want to meet in <laughs> Taiwan, just the two of us for Christmas? And or, what did she say? Would, or, or would you rather meet and have your first American Christmas? So my girlfriend's Japanese and so she immediately, and I put the decision up for her. If she wanted to meet in Taiwan, I was going to continue the ride until yeah, I met her and, yeah. and maybe go a little further. But she definitely wanted to go to California, so... I am flying to California in a couple days. To be honest, I'm I'm bummed. Yeah, because I felt like uh, I'm not I'm not angry at you for making that decision, mm. obviously, but I am bummed because I mean, you've got a trike, you've got all your equipment, you've mm. got a great Chinese visa, and you're here. Yeah, you know, and uh, and you're going back. You know, well, the way I thought about it is this: is that it's Christmas time. This mm. is going to be my first Christmas with my girlfriend and. If she would rather spend it, you know, with my American family, I think that's a great experience for the both of us. 
And if I'm going to continue riding, would I rather ride in industrialized China or California? Yeah, yeah. So I understand. I understand. Much, yeah. And some of my friends are buying bikes uh, for the first time in California. We already planned a couple of rides, so it's kind of an easy decision for me. For me, I'm, I'm, I'm depressed. Uh, I feel like there's a camp that's out there that believes that I'm not going to be able to do this, you know? And oh, like, yeah. I feel like I validate their claims by all, having these kind of things. All know? the haters out there. Uh, because even before we started this trip and you created just this beautiful travelogue of I'm bigger and stronger than yeah. ever before. Yeah. And then people started criticizing your weight. They criticized the trailer. They yeah. started talking about, I can't wait to see your knees get shredded. Yeah. Like they threw that in there, you know? Yeah. Fuck. Fulfilling and fucking prophecies. they fulfilled their own prophecy. <laughs> so... Or they predicted it. I, I don't know what it is. Well. One thing that I will say is that our mind has a lot of power. And when you start concentrating on your, your problems, sometimes they do manifest in certain ways. Sure, sure. And that's why, like, you, you that was actually your word, right? Go to war? Well, you would, we you listened to uh, Joe Rogan's podcast with Lance Armstrong. Yeah. And Lance talked about... When he was recovering from his cancer, yeah. he said he went to war on his cancer. He went to war on his training program. So then I looked at you and I thought, how how synchronistic is it to actually listen to the, the top dog cyclist or whatever your opinions are about him? He has made incredible accomplishments. And I said, you yeah. got to go to war on this knee. If you're yeah. serious, you need to go to war on your training program. No more yeah. no more just sitting on an office chair getting fat. I mean, no no offense, but literally no, no, you no. got to work out. No, no, you, true. You got to take Everest Health, seriously. body, fitness, everything. You know what I mean? Like you need, if you're going to do Everest, do it right. And if you're going to do the cycling, do it right, you know? So Ryan's going to go back to LA. Yep. I'm going to go back to Ningbo. I'm not sure where I'm going to go from there. But first things first is trying to get my knee recouped with... The guy said no surgery, so maybe I don't need any invasive treatments. But I was thinking stem cell treatments might be interesting to find someplace. You know, and I felt like it was a funny moment because when the guy, when the doctor was kind of giving you just like the best prognosis ever, he was like, you don't need surgery. You have like almost no problem. And you were kind of like... Because you had done all this research, you were talking about going and yeah. and and spending ten thousand dollars on stem cell treatment and and becoming a, a like a, a, a spokesperson for Regenx. Yeah. Yeah. I almost felt like you were a little let down, like you wanted to go through this amazing recovery. Well, I don't like getting red bullshit, you know, and not that the doctor was reading bullshit, but he had he scanned through the MRI and he looks at me, he's like, yeah, it's nothing, and. I know the feeling I had the day before, yeah. and that was not nothing, you know? Well, I, I, I said, it's nothing, right? Can he go back to cycling after three weeks? He said, no problem. I said, uphills? No problem. I said, Everest? I said, doctor, Matthew's a little concerned with clicking. He doesn't like it when his knee clicks. Are clicks okay? He yeah, said, no, click, pr- not a problem. Normal. And I said, you see? And Matt yeah, was Ryan. not happy with that. <laughs> Ryan's like, yeah, see, I told you. It's not a big deal. Oh, this goes back a, like a week ago when I told Matt, maybe you're just a clicker. Oh. He, he did not like that. Yeah. And I didn't mean it in a bad way. Because I, I, I just thought, you know, maybe clicks are normal. Yeah. And maybe I'm just going to be a clicker for the rest of my life. That's just who you are, buddy. We'll know, we'll know where you're you are. Broken. We'll you're know broken when you're man. approaching. You'll never be a good burglar. <laughs> yeah. So uh, what I think I'm going to do is I'm going to spend the time up until March, which is when I need to be in Nepal and climb Mount Everest, preparing for that. 
I think that's the best use of your time. Yeah. This is, guys, Matthew is getting back on the road. If you don't know Matthew personally, if you can just yeah. get a glimpse from his travel logs and videos, this guy has a mind that is not going to stop. So yeah. sorry for any of you haters out there. Keep watching. Stay yeah. tuned. He'll be back on the road, bigger, better, stronger than ever. And in fact, this trip, we talked about some of the differences. You've kind of refined a few things in your kit. Yeah. As yeah. a videographer and as a cyclist. Yeah, yeah. I've found uh, the joy of using the gimbal and uh, the lightweight use of smaller cameras that might be a little lighter for doing video and using phone footage, you know, a little bit more and trying to refine that. So there has been some good developments as far as being challenged with the with the idea that, wow, if I continue this heavy, I'm going to have problems. So, well, guy, it's it's not that just that you're trying to get across the world, right, on a tricycle. Yeah. It's literally that you're trying to build this idea of Jio, which is adding fuel to life. And yeah. Matt doesn't want to just do that to make a lot of money, because obviously he does want to make it a business. But he literally, Matt looks at the news. You look at the news, and you are disheartened by what you see. You don't like all the pain. You don't like all of these terrible things, which is just afflicting our world. And the thing about Jio is that it's a beautiful message. It's positive. Of, of adding fuel to your life, of giving encouragement. It's a bright yellow. Yeah. And um, you put a lot more thought and uh, into what you're doing with that. On, on yeah, it's trip. weird. It's weird because, like, when we first started, uh, when me and Ryan were originally going to go on this trip, we called it the Rogue Life Tour. Right. <laughs> you know, I right. mean, that, that was long ago. That was, long ago. Guys, there's a lot there's of a incarnations of this man. trip. There's a yeah. huge backstory. Maybe we'll get into that another later. Day, that's, another that's day, another yeah. But, but the, the, when I thought of Jayo and, and that word, I was like, wow, that's a, the meaning of that word suits the, the mission, you know. And uh, when we were sitting in that hotel at the Box Design Hotel and we thought of this overreaching message, the fact that everybody in the world could add fuel to their life or improve their life with a few, like, like just challenging yourself to do something a little bit better, whatever it is for you, you know, for me, it's riding a trike around the world, but for other people, it's diff. It might be their own personal thing. And then like Ryan says, looking on the news, everything's so negative. Everything's, uh, you know, my life matters more than yours or, you know, uh, the, the, this political system that we're in or everything, everything's so bad, 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 bad. And well, if you ask me, what was the highlight of this trip? It was all of the smiles, all of these amazing interactions oh that we had God. along with people along the way. Like I felt that we had a low impact on the environment. You know, obviously we're cycling as we travel and, and we're just, we're bringing smiles to people and they're bringing smiles to us. And, and the more interaction that we can have that way, I think the better the world's going to be. And the more interaction everybody can have on exactly. the world that way, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, so Matt, we'll definitely you'll definitely be back oh on the God. road. Yeah, no one hundred and thirty percent. You know, yeah. uh, I'm gonna probably actually this might be interesting because I'm gonna work out. I'm gonna get a personal trainer, just get a get a therapy regimen on my knee. But beyond my knee, I'm gonna still do other body you know workouts. You're gonna get ripped. I'm gonna get ripped. I'm gonna I'm gonna become Ladies, Herculean. Watch out! This guy is gonna have a six pack. <laughs> pretty soon <laughs> so uh i think this might be good and by the time i climb everest and get back down i will be in a zone where i might be able to take the trike easier you know uh, I, I might be in a better zone for this you know so i don't know 
and anyone else out there that's gone through something like this, any setbacks, um, really setbacks happen in everything. Yeah. They happen in any, if you try to do something outside of the norm, you're going to experience adversity. And it's not about what happens, it's how you react to it. So yeah, you have to pick yourself back up and you got to get back and figure out what went wrong and, and yeah. keep going, you know? So you're going to be back on the road. You'll be back on this Jio tour. So for all of you guys out there, Got to hang on, on and hang on. Yeah, you guys can watch Matt's progress through the podcast, through the videos. We uh, we loaded up the trikes last night into a big box truck, trailer and trikes, and they they will arrive in Ningbo probably the same time we will. Uh, Ryan's going to take his trike back to L.A. and ride around and be a, be a little triker. Forward to it, guys. I'm looking forward to riding around California and America. So. And uh, I'll, I'll probably put the tiger duck away for a while. Yeah. And uh, wait until my knee is ready and then work my way up a little bit. There. And I definitely want to jo- rejoin you on this trip. I don't know at what point. I'll probably wait till you leave China. Yeah, we've was, done China it a, enough. It was a bit smoggy on this trip. Yeah. We, we got a lot of fumes. And although, you know, we talked a lot about the great things of China, it's very crowded. And uh, I would like to get to a more civilized, not civilized. Oh, you're so oh, racist. Geez, no, um, different. You know, I lived in yeah. China for three years. Yeah. So I'd like to see something different. If you were to pick a country that you'd like to ride through, which one would it be? Ooh, I would love to ride through Germany, France. Ooh, that would be nice. Europe. I would love to ride through Western Europe. You were um, talking about Australia. Australia would New be Zealand. interesting. Yeah, I would love to go out more into the nature. I'd love to finally use that hammock, which yeah, I've we talked had a lot on about. a couple different cycle trips and haven't gotten around to it. Well... Hopefully we can uh, we can rejoin. We'll be in two different places. I'll have uh, Everest at my back, which will be interesting. You You'll know. probably have bionic knees at that point. Stem cells like crazy. I'll just be drinking it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I've been reading a lot about that. If anybody out there has had any stem cell treatment or have heard of anybody that has. Any good connections with testosterone? I'm just joking, guys. <laughs> HGH. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to get Well, it. you're not going to be tested by any athletic commission, so it's not really an issue. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever, whatever helps me recover faster and gives add me that fuel big... to your muscles. Add fuel. add fuel to your life. Add fuel. So uh, we will arrive in Ningbo in probably another half hour. From there, what's it, uh, when do you go back? The 22nd. You going to give me a ride to the airport? I'll give you a ride to the airport. All right, guys, you we, heard it. We got to so pack it's up the trike. It's an early morning. It's an early what, morning. What time do you leave? My flight's at, I believe, 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock. So the airport's probably super have to leave close. at 6 o'clock. The airport's super close. It's going to be an early ride. Yeah. <laughs> I might. I was talking about maybe going to the States, too, and being Santa Claus. I think that's a fantastic idea. I'm a, I have a beautiful Santa suit that I put together a few years back, and I, I had been trying to do China Santa mm-hmm. and be like, because I was always frustrated. The Chinese Santas are horrible. Well, there's a new Santa in Ningbo, right? So, <laughs> well, I, you know, I think there's only room for one Santa. I need in to Ningbo. trump that Santa. Uh oh, have a Santa off. The Santa off. Do yeah. a ho 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 ho. Yeah. <sighs> well, guys, uh, it's. It's kind of bittersweet, you know. It's it's sweet that we have new plans that we'll be able to be with our families for Christmas, but mm-hmm. it's it's sad that we got to stop what we're doing together. Yeah. Um it's been a blast. It's been a blast. These podcasts it's with been you. Fun. It's been a it's been a lot of fun doing this ride with you and I really really would not be here if it weren't for you. Yeah. I was not planning to do any cycle touring this early 
And I'm, I'm really thankful to have had this opportunity to ride with you, man. You know, it's interesting. You're in a transitional period a lot with your, your personal life, and there's a lot of things going on. So this, I think, was really almost a perfect time for you to do a little adventure. Oh, my right? God. It, it was just the right time, yeah. and it really kind of it helped me. Anyone out there who doesn't who's kind of lost with uh, their life or doesn't know what to do, I highly recommend traveling. And if you're going to travel... I recommend cycle traveling. Yeah, yeah, cycle do touring. It. It's great. It's slow. It's relaxing. You work a lot of things out on the road. Hell yeah, give you a lot of think things to think about. So, uh, yeah, good luck with everything. Yeah, man. I uh, <laughs> it'll be it'll be kind of crazy to to leave you. You know, when whenever you're traveling with someone for so long, you, no, you I think we have our seats here. You uh, yeah. create a bond, but you also just need them, huh? Uh, me Oh, Shisha. This kind woman has just let me steal her seat for yeah, a little while. We'll see. We'll see how long that lasts. Yeah. So, uh, all right, man. Well, when we get to Ningbo, we'll see uh, Annie, and hopefully I can continue working positively to get back on the road. And, and uh, got a lot of new things coming, like, for example, the Jayo merchandise is going to be in, and I, I'm going to send out some shirts and have some search shirts available. I'll have some time to organize some more of the, like, technical and merchandising sort of aspects of Jayo and and try and make it so that when I get back on the road just like I did the second time uh, I do it even better so that's awesome and everyone out there that's listened to our podcast I just want to thank you guys so much for tuning in yeah um, we did this to hopefully inspire you guys and just to do this as a fun thing and you guys have definitely transformed the way that we've thought of social media. This has been a really great experience. So yeah. thank you guys for listening. Ryan's uh, going to try and be involved in the podcast as much as he can where he is. And I'm going to continue on my side as well. And we'll uh, try and carry on. Absolutely. All right. Jayo. All right, guys. Jayo.